At Indiana Wesleyan University, you can reimagine, reframe, and redefine what's possible. Learn new skills or fine-tune old ones. Start something new or complement something good. Wherever you find yourself, the power is in your hands. It's all possible, starting with your education. IWU is a faith-integrated, regionally accredited institution where you can choose from over 100 online degree options. Get started today at IWUPossible.com. Yo, what's good, Extended Fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. (laughs) Yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. What's going on, family? Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to shout out where you can find us at. First and foremost, SoundCloud, where we all started at. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, leave us a review, tell us what you think of the show. Next is iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, the podcast brothers, just search for that, leave us a review, give us a rating. If you want to contact us directly, you hit us up on our Gmail, mygrowingme at gmail.com. The Twitter account is Podcast Brothers. Now, on to this week's show. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. And we are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode 15. It's 15? Yeah, it's 15. Damn. I wrote, I wrote 16 on my Snapchat. You almost thought I, I almost thought I messed up just now because of you. It's oh, 15, I, not 16. I, I had to ask them. No, no, but when you asked me, you kind of threw me off. Like, I, I thought, thought I was well, I was thrown off when you said it. That's why I had to 16? ask. Is this episode 16? It's 16? This is, f- this is 15 and a half. What the <laughs> fuck, man? This is, <laughs> no, this is 15. We did 14 last week. It's 16, dog. This is 16? It's 16, man. Welcome to the podcast, brothers. Episode 16. You almost threw me off. <laughs> almost got lost right there, man. Anyway. Hey, but listen. I just put up our website, thepodcastbrothers.com. You can go there and you can listen to all our episodes, every podcast episode that we've ever done. You can subscribe from iTunes on there. You can check out a few spoken word pieces that I've written on there. Yeah, so, he's doing poetry on there, yo. Go read it. I told him he should do a video. With his shirt off, oh. with baby oil, because no, no, no. the podcast queens found out he was a stripper. No, that's not. Well, that's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> Go read. People still like to read. It is a blog site. Go read. People so, like visuals even more. So go read some of the stuff that I post. It's good. Stand in the show. We also got some vlogs on there where we discussing uh, all numerous types of things. Like I got this one on there about trap music and. Where hip hop is right now, you can go check that out. Like I said, thepodcastbrothers.com. Dot com. <laughs> Yo. Dot com. All right, man. Yo, we got two guests in here today. Yes, we do. They're going to help us get through this topic, man. We got two. Yo, you introduce who you brought, I introduce who I brought. I brought a guest in here, uh, Caitlin Fair. What's up, Caitlin? You want to introduce yourself? You want to get up on the mic a little closer? 
What's up, Kate? Tell the people about yourself, man. Tell the people how you play a good racist white lady <laughs> and you have a kind heart for black people at the same time. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It is. Um, yeah, my name is Caitlin Fair, and I do, in fact, play a racist white lady. Emphasis on um, play. <laughs> Emphasis on in play. In a, a play that a good friend of mine, Reggie Walker, wrote called 1960 Black. It's only one scene that I'm racist in, so I feel like <laughs> that negates any kind of connotation. Yeah, because if people see that, and like they're going to remember you from being yeah. racist more than anything. And it's the first scene of the play, too, so I feel Ooh. like I really come out, you know, and, and really... Um, she slapped the nigga people, with a pie pe- and poured cold water on another one. People look at me different, yeah, for the rest of the, for the, rest shit, of the time bro. after yeah. that. I was like tight. I think it was like pie at one time. When you told, yeah, you told I put a piece of cake. They couldn't get no cake. <laughs> Your nigga's yeah. house, no pie, yeah. <laughs> no pie, no cake. Then yeah. she gave him the pie, but she just threw it at him. Like, and I, was one of, I was in the play with her, too. Shout out to Reggie. And everybody else who's in the play, she she actually poured cold water on me. But um, I went on, on Facebook and I seen you were protesting something. I seen you standing in the street with a sign. Yeah, um, that picture is actually from Baltimore. Okay. Um, oh, you, oh, you was there? Yeah. Well, I went to Ferguson. Okay. Um, okay. I went to Ferguson twice after um, Mike Brown was killed, um, and then I also went to Baltimore after Freddie Gray was killed in the midst of the protests there. Um, so I'm really active in the the protest community, um, so to speak. I have um, a lot of people who are, you know, um, activists nationwide um, who I've been connected with from Ferguson. And I do mostly now I do stuff on the local level. Um, but every now and then, you know, when I really feel the pull, I'll go, you know. Damn, that's dope. Yo. Yeah. How many people, you know, actually went to? Baltimore and Ferguson after all the after all the bullshit. Well, went down. I know one now. <laughs> I know one now. <laughs> I know one now. Yo, before we get too far, we got the homie KC in the building hey, too, man. We got speaking to the mic, KC. Hey, you know I like you, shot. <laughs> Don't do it. Hey y'all. Yo, KC is the bomb with doing hair. She used to braid my hair oh. back in the nah, no, she didn't. <laughs> I just wanted to play. Hey, to play. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, KC, um. man, where they can find you if they want that wig did. <laughs> well, my name is KC. Just two letters, a K and a C. I don't like to be called Casey or Casey or Cassie. It's just K. Man, they get all of that from Casey. Uh, you, you'd be surprised. Wait, wait. You don't like to be called Casey, but he introduced no, you. Casey. Oh, okay. Casey, uh, like one KC. name. Casey. You got to breathe. Casey. <laughs> you got that pause, okay. that period okay. there. Casey, not right. Casey, like K A S E Y. Yeah, man. And um, part time, I just do hair sewings. You know, if you need a sewing, call me seven one seven four sewings. That's the number. Damn, that should sound me. like a straight infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> call me. That's what's up, uh, though. Y'all hear whatever. Yo, I can't believe it's episode <laughs> 16, man. We moving. <laughs> like, we what moving. was you thinking, man, nigga? Like, for some reason, all week, I'm like, yo, I can't wait to do 15. <laughs> and we already just did 15. Right. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, so you went to the Bad Boys reunion concert. I went to the Bad Boys reunion show it. in Philly. Who, who embarrassed themselves? And it was the greatest thing I've ever seen live, man. First off, I've never been a Bad Boy fan. I've always had, me personally, I, I don't know why I do this, but I choose. It was either Nas or Biggie, Wu-Tang or Bad Boy. I never liked either, like, like if I like one, I didn't like the other. That's like East Coast aggression shit. That's, just always I, in competition, that's just me. Right? So this is the first time I actually enjoyed Bad Boy. First time I actually enjoyed Mace. Mace came out. Can't nobody hold me down. Tore the place down. 112 came out. That was the out. first song he did? That was the first thing that happened. Um, Mace and uh, Puff set it off. Mace wasn't the opening act. Mace actually comes back out. Oh, all right. I thought that was all Mace was going to do. I was like, damn, that was kind of light for Mace. Mace got hits. But they did Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, Tore the Place Down. Next was 112, right? 
my whole thing with this is they sounded good. Too good to be true. But was they you saying they was lip singing? But they weren't lip singing. I just like. So what the hell first, you trying to say? I don't know. Like, like Slim went solo a long time ago, right? So he left those three behind. But they all still look good. In shape. Dancing. Like, like Puffy had them in boot camp. So what you're saying two is. Two years. Before what you're saying is you expected one of them niggas to be like falling off the wagon on some Lamar Odom shit. I expected it to be realistic. It just seemed like it was just too perfect. What you mean? They work for Diddy. It's like I listen. Black Rob the, came out. I think this I the only hearing, reunion money heard, again. Oh Black shit! Rob Black was Rob was supposed to be on drugs. He looked good. He sounded great. He did whoa. Diddy yeah. said, "If you motherfuckers want this check, bitch, you better get your shit right." Total. I'm not putting you on stage. Total ain't been seen in 15 years. They look good. They sounded good. So why are you surprised that everybody sounded good? Isn't that what you pay because for? Because normally I hear a lot like, for example, I hear Jay-Z sounds like crap love. I've heard that. He doesn't. He doesn't? No, he doesn't. I heard some people sound like trash when they live. He's not a performer, like so to speak, but, but I, I hear it, he sound like the trash. way he talks in the mic isn't clear. That's what I heard. That's just what I've heard. I, All right. Well. Okay, that's what I heard. Who else? Total Faith Man. Hey, yo, she flashed her vagina by accident, yo. She did? Cause I yeah. At the show? She was dancing and she, you can't deny. All that shit. And she, like, lifted her dress up a little too high. And it was on a jumbo. It was on a jumbo <laughs> trial behind me. She just kept dancing and shit. Thief. Oh. I rewinded it, too. So Benny Siegel comes out as a surprise guest. And if anybody <laughs> listens to Benny Siegel, y'all know he sounds like crap right now. One phone call. I'm in there laying He sounded hours. good. Sounded and like it looked that. like he had his weight back. But to me, the best part of the night was DMX. Mm. You got to DMX of comes out. He runs out. Everybody else walks out or gets lifted up under the stage or taken down. DMX runs out. and He's not even part of Bad Boy, and he had the best part of the show. That's the dog, man. You can't deny that energy. It all got thrown off when French Montana comes out. What? French Montana comes out. Zom, 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 zom. Sipping on the drink, sipping on the drink. He said that for three minutes straight. Now I'm sitting here like. But you know what's worse about that, though, what? is that everybody in the crowd was saying that shit right along with him for three minutes. But for me, I just got finished listening to greatness. Like every song that came on had substance. Like everybody was saying something. He comes on, zum, zum, zum. It's like, yo, now I see the difference. Like I actually could feel that different gap in, in music. Yeah. We actually wrote songs. So what they do now. It was just crap, but I just didn't think he belonged there. Like, he, I don't know I why. Mean, well, you can't deny the fact that a French Montana song can hyping up a party. He didn't do his own songs most of the time. He did All the Way Up, which ain't his song. What? He did, wait, he did, what? Wait, he did All the Way Up? He did his part of it, which was only 30 seconds. He, he was did, on All the Way Up? Yeah. He's on All the Way Damn. Up. He did, um, he did the sh- uh, the Bobby Schmurder freestyle, so he wasn't even doing his music. But anyways... That was like one of the dopest. So you don't like French? That's what you're saying. You don't like French. French is cool, but at that show he didn't fit. All right. DMX just came and blew it up, and then French Montana comes on and it's just like we that back to the ABC rap. But I will say this, Philly, y'all got disrespectful in Philadelphia because Biggie was rapping, but it was the end. But everybody wanted to go home because everybody wanted to get in their cars and leave. Hell yeah, you have. But it was the end of the show. I'm just saying. I love too. Shit. I'm just saying. We got real disrespectful uh, when it came. Did to you Biggie. leave? Did I you did. stay all the way to the end? What the fuck? Well, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest. I left. I would have left. Like, all right, Biggie. Like, whatever. You know. But the bad, bad boy. Love, was he on a hologram? 
his I, voice. I guess his video was playing on like the background. Or some <laughs> oh, shit. Like, yeah, what yeah, you yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of figured that. But everybody wanted to leave. I was like, okay, yeah. He said like he came out on stage and they like. Well, yeah. I assumed there was a video playing in the background. So you assumed it. Y'all just didn't catch it. So either way, <laughs> some people, some people out there will catch it. Some won't. But his voice was playing on the screen. Oh and, yeah, um, I fucking left. Like, yeah. So we left. Sorry, big. Shot you out next time. Anyway, um, 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 what else you do over the weekend? I ain't do shit, yo. Like last week, I watched Narcos, and I like, I'm kind of mad I finished it because I still want to watch it. But other than. Oh. You said you mad you finished it? Yeah. You still want to watch it? Oh, it's yeah. over. It's over. It's over. I think they stretched out season two too no, long no. anyway. You think so? Yeah. They didn't do nothing. No, it was so good. That's what I'm saying. I wish I would have, like, took it a few episodes at a time so I could still have something to look no, forward to watching. You Narcos, right? No. Nah, I the first season. You watched the first season? You don't like the second? You got through the first season, but you don't want to watch the second one because it's in Spanish? No, I'll be trying to watch it and do hair. And then you got to speak up, Casey. You cool as hell. You super cool. Talking to the mic. I was trying to, um, you know, you watch go. it while I'm doing hair. Oh, yeah, you're right. You can't keep it, up so, then. Yeah. You can't keep up then if you're watching it like that. I was going to say something, man. I always forget. All these fucking lights here. Yo, shout out to the camera crew. We got a camera crew in this motherfucker. <laughs> say the name one more time for me. Like, a a a still live. A still live productions. We got the homies here with the cameras, and this shit is throwing me the fuck off because I ain't used to have this much attention bright. on me. One All more, one more thing about the Bad Boy concert. This is what I heard. There. He's still there. This is what I heard though. So I told you I was going to tell you about it. Allegedly, Benny Siegel got beat up after the show. Where, where, yeah. uh, who put it? This TMZ. Um. The game spoke on it first, and then I watched. Oh shit! And He's then so I, messy right now, though. What the game? Yeah. What do you do? He and all this drama. But you know, if you That's watch, what he does. if you watch his interview in the Breakfast Club, he made a lot more sense to me after that. After I watched his interview in the Breakfast Club, he made a, he made a lot more sense. Yeah. So I've uh, never been like a real big fan of his music, but I think he can rap. But I'm just not really a fan like that. But in that situation, I understand him. Yeah, I understand him. Last week I was talking shit about him. My bad. But I listened to him speak about it, and it's like, all right, well. Yeah. So. I guess as it was Meek and them talking Meek, about Meek Mills. shooting. Gang said, I want to shoot the fade. I yeah. got a pile. I want to shoot the fade. It was the Philly niggas taking pictures of Uzis and shit. Yeah. We got to have a problem. Incriminating you know themselves, man. Yo, his brother, Wack, he said uh, when Sean Kingston made that video about him going off, he said, niggas, that's not even in his crew like that. Like his immediate crew was driving up to Sean Kingston's house, taking pictures of his house. Yeah. Sending them to him like, yo, do you want us to do this right now? He like, nah, chill. But that's also what I heard. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It was yo. like, out in Cali, the Bloods and Crips are in college now. Like, they're smart. Right. So they can dig up information on you. Like, like it's not just about some normal drive-by. They actually are finding where you live at, and they're giving this information to game. Like, we can go to his house, and, peop- and plus, people got some things to prove. Listen, game, I did this for you. that extra check. Yeah, look out for me. So, like, you got kids in college now. Smart gangbangers that they ain't gonna put their hands on you but I can dig up your information your credit I can ruin your life more ways than one so that's basically shout out to a- shout out to AC Live for man throwing me this uh, little uh, little Happy Meal apple juice man it was the best <laughs> apple juice I ever had that he's taking 10 minutes to drink though listen <laughs> that should have been going in 30 seconds flat it should have been but I preserved it you got a problem with me preserving my beverage not at all brother but this week was crazy man that, uh, hey yo what y'all think about this shit going on in North Carolina First of all, I can't, I can't, um, I can't pronounce his last name. The gentleman that was killed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
Terrence. What's his last name? Crutcher. Like, Crutcher. Yeah, Crutcher. I always fuck it up. Rest in peace, Terrence Crutcher. <laughs> they That's just they, they they just released a video, right? After they held it for so long. No. The police, the da- the dash cam video. The police released the video. It's out. Yeah, it's they out. released. Yeah, and they. Uh, it was. I don't know if it was his sister or like somebody or neighbor. His, it was that was his, his wife, wife that recorded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got a recording of it. Family too. Family released it first. Right. They released yeah. a version. So then the cops was like, "Okay, well here you go," but they claimed that they didn't want to put that type of violence out there to the world. That was their excuse as to why they didn't want to release the video. But nobody saw a gun. Nobody saw a gun. There I was saw. no gun. Huh? There was no gun. There was no gun. There's we, never a gun. We, we all know that. There's but that's, never a gun. But that's, but that's why, allegedly, and they said it was a black officer that did it. The cop shot Terrence because he had a gun, but he had a book. How the fuck you confuse a book with a gun? Yeah. That don't make it make no damn sense. No, that's the y'all talking about the Charlotte. That's Charlotte, Keith. Yeah. That's yeah. Keith Scott. Yeah. Oh, okay. You thought the one that happened. Crutcher, 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 Crutcher is the one whose car Oklahoma. broke down. The car broke down. Yeah, that's yeah. my fault. I thought you said um, we talking about the town. Doug talking about the um, protest. I ain't say nothing about the protest, dog. Damn, I'm all, I'm all out of whack. He did say Charlotte. He, he said Charlotte. Charlotte. That's yeah. why it threw me off because you said yeah. Charlotte. I knew I'm right. You said Charlotte. So I thought. But you that's the crazy the thing is there's so many mm-hmm. incidents right. happening yeah. that we can't even keep, keep them up. straight. Right, right, right. Now, we, we can get on uh, Betty Shelby first because that happened first. Now, they said that, first off, his windows was up, right? Yeah, and she said that he reached into the car. But No, first off, she said he would not listen to her. That was the first thing she first said. Thing she so said. I'm going to kill you because you don't listen to and listen me. To, listen to you for what? I ain't do shit. Like, what exactly are you telling me to do that that's important and plus that his, I'm not doing that you got to shoot me? Yeah, plus his hands was up, so I really don't... I, I don't. And, and what wasn't he doing that she right. was telling yeah, him to like, do? What the fuck you They mean? said she's an expert on drugs. Like, she knows who does and who does not, and she claims that he looked like he was on some type of PC. Get the fuck wow. out of here. That was her background. But even, but even still, he didn't do anything in that scenario to provoke violence, like, no. at all. Like, he could have been coked the fuck up. Who we cares? Know, but he didn't do nothing. Y'all know he got tased and shot? Yeah, he got tased mm-hmm. and shot. He got tased and like, shot. Like, damn that simultaneously. But here's my thing, right? Um, Shannon Sharp says something that I thought was, like, one of the dopest things I ever heard anybody say. When he was arguing with Ray Lewis? Well, not arguing, but well, talking to him. Ray Lewis. Yeah, he was talking to Ray Lewis. About to put he Ray Lewis. Off. Yeah, he, about um, to put Ray Lewis on the show. Basically, the fuck he up had, like, an NYNJ bomber, right? And they went looking for this guy, and they found him and took him alive because his life is worth something. Because he might can tell you something about ISIS or something. Mm-hmm. A black man has no value. We don't need you for nothing. It's basically what they're, basically what they're telling you. Right. So... You can go find a terrorist, take him alive, or any white man, because there is value in their lives. Any white person, there's value in their lives. People don't see the value in a black person's life. So just killing them means nothing to them. And then what they do is and then what they do is they give you about five million dollars for your family and tell you to shut up. Yeah. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what happened with Sandra Bland. Their family just got like a one point nine million mm-hmm. settlement. But that shit was a little ass uh, excerpt on an article. That but you I know saw. what's crazy, dude? Deal. Where does that money come from? I was just about to say that that money don't come from right. the police no, station. No, that comes come, from our pockets. Yeah. That's taxpayer money, right? Hey, yo. So if you're not mad about life, at least be mad that you're paying for all these settlements that are being paid out. Yeah. Be mad about something, right? That's that, that's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, yo, you know, speaking of this money coming from nowhere, like I was thinking the other day, I was like, where the fuck does, does the money from the lottery come from? That the people who buy lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. It's all accumulated. Yeah, like, just like a pool. A big, 
I, yo, I had no idea. I always wondered where the fuck the money think for the lottery came dollars. from. Why I do never, you think I it goes up so much? Like as it That's gets so fast, higher, right. it gets like bigger, faster and faster and faster because people are buying more. hundreds of dollars worth of. But um, money. Betty Betty Shelby was charged with manslaughter, correct? Yep. Do y'all think? Yes. Do y'all think she is going to get? She got convi- She got charged pretty fast. Like they went after her quick, and the first thing that came to my mind was because she's a woman and they don't care. They're going to make an example out of this female. Because she's not a white man. I don't know if anybody else see what I'm saying. I didn't think about it. I mean, I could see your argument. I didn't think about it like that, though. Or, or, or what they're doing is, because we've seen this with George Zimmerman, we've seen this with so many others, let's just charge her. All right, let's get and her. And so let's they just can make say, it feel good, and right. then she'll get off. Right. I mean, they have to, at some point, save face, right? right? To say that it's not, like, everybody's not getting off. Like, there are some people that right. are being, you Somebody know, charged be the or whatever. Yeah. Right. But then a lot of times either, so even if you look at the Freddie Gray case, right? right? All of those officers were charged, but they were all acquitted. Right. And a majority of those officers involved in that were black. Right. But they charged them. But then they were acquitted of that. The only officer who was convicted recently was Peter Liang, who is a Asian American officer, the one who killed the guy in the hallway in in Brooklyn. Right. So if you look at that, a lot of times it is the minority officers who are being charged and, or if they are convicted, convicted. Um, And I think it does have a lot to do with that. Right. But I don't think the, I don't think the point is like, okay, well we shouldn't charge the minority officers. It's that, no, we need to charge everybody. Right. You know, it, it shouldn't be that it's predicated upon whether you're a minority, whether it's racial or gender wise. Right. But like so the argument isn't like, oh, Betty Shelby shouldn't have been charged because she's a woman and they're scapegoating her. But that that same philosophy needs to be applied across the board to end and be applicable for all the white men who are constantly killing black people. That is a Brothers fact. Brothers high five for all the goddamn gems you just dropped, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 got I got yeah, don't yeah. give no low five no more. That was rude. But the conversation, I couldn't, like, it was an awkward situation. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's next time, watch yourself. But it's crazy because the conversation that people wants to keep talking about is how do we fix it? I got one solution. We're you talking about to single handedly solve this problem. No, but oh, I got, but I got a confident. thought. But I got a thought, and it comes from what Shannon Sharp said: value in our lives. Now, what's been going on is deep rooted into this country four hundred years. It's not going to change overnight. If we started today, whatever our plan was, and we started today, nobody down here will see it. Our children, their children, and their children won't see it. But but what we have to do is just start making everybody conscious and aware of what's going on. We can't fight them. We can't. Speaking of which, do the protest like the the uh, the protest going that was happening in Charlotte? Like, what really did they accomplish from doing that? One person died in that protest. That's what I'm saying. Like, what I didn't, I don't, at some point, it's like, if you're going to get violent with the police at a protest, that I don't really see the point in you protesting because you're just going to make the shit worse. I don't know. Because I was watching it like, I was watching it like, what are you doing? This country is founded on protests, like, and founded on violence, right? And Asada Shakur says, um, that you can't appeal to the moral sense of your oppressors, right? So you can't sit at the feet of your oppressors and be like, please, act, right. please respect us. Please, you know, don't oppress us anymore. That doesn't work, right? So in this country, unfortunately, the language that we 
hear and we respond to and we respect is violence. And that's how this country was founded. Now, I'm a pacifist by nature. I was raised Quaker. I don't believe in violence by any means. But I do believe that there is a place for it. And I don't condemn anyone who protests or, quote, unquote, riots or does inflict violence because when you've been – the subject of oppression for 400 years, you know, not you personally, but your people, you've watched your people be oppressed for 400 plus years. It's not my right to, or my privilege to be able to dictate to you how you respond to that. That's up to you. You get the right to decide how you're going to respond to that. So I think that everybody, you know, protests might not be for you and that's right. cool. That, that's not that's, your that's lane. Exactly what I was about to say. That's not your lane. I don't No, nah, it's not. But that doesn't mean that, I, that nobody saying, else should do right, that. Right, I'm not saying that nobody else should do it, but I'm trying to figure out what exactly are you trying to gain from this at that moment. Because at that moment, at that moment, it just don't make sense. It's like somebody gets killed, and then I don't know where the fuck these cops come from anyway. It's like they just be there the whole time waiting. Well, that's like, the with problem. All riot gear and Is shit. that most and of the like, time? Like in Ferguson, for example, the protest started because the police responded to a candlelight vigil that was being held in Mike Brown's honor mm-hmm. in riot gear. And incited and then ran over, let a dog pee on his memorial and then ran over his memorial with a truck. So how would you respond to that? I didn't know that. I didn't didn't tell you that. Right. They're not going to tell you that. They're not going to tell you that. And that was the whole reason. And would y'all even know about Ferguson if there hadn't been those protests that got national news coverage? None of us would have known about that shit. I think the first I think I've said this before, but the first thing that ever like for me, this started with George Zimmerman. Now, why I say that was because when you heard about what happened in Florida, I think we when you hear a crime, you hear a murder, you automatically think the cops are going to take care of it. So when the news first hit, okay, boom. Weeks and weeks later, it hits the news. George Zimmerman still hasn't been charged, and that's what's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, like what is going on? So with that being said, we wouldn't know any of this if the media didn't give it to us because we have to send a big rest in peace to everybody that died before social media Mm -hmm. or died before we were able to see Twitter live, Facebook live as see what's going on. Cause so many more died before Trayvon Martin Mm -hmm. and we just have no knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trayvon, George and Trayvon Martin was definitely the first time it was like in my mind, like a, it was like a a big, a A big big deal. deal. Like, especially when you heard the whole story about it, it was like, yo, like, he had us a fucking Skittles. And, like, it was, but, you know what I'm saying? It was crazy. But when you first heard it, you hear a guy kills a kid. You're like, okay, he's going to jail. You, you, you just moved on with your life because that's where we were. Now it's like when it happens, we're like, the first thing we think of is that situation. We're like, here we go again. Every time something like that happens, we just say, here we go again because that's where it started far as social media goes. Mm-hmm. I can't think of nothing before that. And I think that's important, too, because, right, every instance like that is going to be a catalyst for someone, right? So, like, I wasn't always a big activist like this. Like, Mm. I always had certain beliefs, but, like, I wasn't going to Ferguson and and going and standing in the middle of highways and holding up signs and whatever, whatever else, right? But for me, Trayvon Martin was the first time where I was devastated by something, right? right? And then with Mike Brown, it was the first time that I was moved to action. And from there, I continued. And with Trayvon and Mike Brown, I started to then do research, right, about all these instances that happened. Like, I didn't know who Amadou Diallo was before Mike 
Brown. Mm -hmm. I had heard the name, but I didn't know that story. I didn't know that. So from there, I went and started to do research on all these people from Marley Graham, Amadou Diallo, you know, all these people who who this had happened to years and years ago, decades ago, that this has been going on, but we didn't have social media and the news wasn't covering it. Right. And I was young, so I wasn't being exposed to that kind of stuff. But with every situation like this, where there is a protest in Charlotte or there's a protest in Dallas, right? That's, that's keying somebody in to what's going on in this country and allowing them to say, like, let me look into this. Let me, like, right. that's the catalyst for them, right? right? And right. that's how we raise that awareness that you're talking about, right? So I think a lot of it is, is a lot for a little, but... It, how does it work when you when you go out to these cities and you link up with these other protesters? Like, is it, is it like a coalition of people that you get in contact with or you just go out there to where it's happening and you just, you just link with the just, people? Um, when I first, so Ferguson, I went to Ferguson, um, a week and a half after Mike Brown was killed. Um, when it was kind of like in the heat of the protest, like when everything was like at the boiling point. Um, and that was myself and a friend of mine from high school just decided that like, I was like, I need to go. And like, I can't go by myself. And he was like, I'll go with you. And I was like, all right, we drove 20 hours to St. Louis. Um, and another girl who he had connected with, cause we kind of put it out like on social media, like, listen, we're going to Ferguson. We're road tripping out there. If anybody want to come like jump on a bandwagon, we got X seats in the car. So the three of us went out there and I met up with two other people that I knew from Philly. Um, and we were just out there. And then from there you start to just make connections with people. You talk to people. And the crazy thing is like the way the media portrays these protests is like, it's all this violence and rage and like just chaos. But it's really, we had a cipher on West Florissant because the people I went out there with are all musicians. I, I, no, I yeah, do poetry. Let, let, let us hear what you did. I do poetry. <laughs> no, 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 no. So my boy, we had a couple people like making beats. We had my homegirl singing. We had a couple people rapping. Oh, and it shit. was everybody, like hundreds of people on the street, right? That remind me of New out Jack City with the fire burning. kicking it. It was crazy. <laughs> and it's like a family. But then the police came and broke it up because at that time there was a no standing order in place so you couldn't stand still for more than five seconds or you could be arrested Whoa. But they don't never. tell you that. That's the thing. They don't tell you but that. I wish like, somebody would crazy. tell me that. What do you mean I can't stand someone for five minutes? Five seconds? They five will arrest you. Five they will, five, five seconds. seconds. Nah. Five seconds. You have to over. constantly. So they had people just walking in circles up and down, up and down, up and down West Florissant for hours, for hours. And my, we just wanted to stand and chill and talk to each other. Like, it becomes a family. So now I have friends who I met from being in Ferguson, who I'm super close with now, who are all across the country. And a lot of them will fly out to, like, they're, like, Jonetta Elzey is is a good friend of mine, and she goes to most of these protests because people ask her to come out as an organizer to assist, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I went to Baltimore, she was out there with DeRay, and I met up with them for a little bit and kicked it, you know, and there are always people who want to come. So whenever I put out the signal, like, yo, I'm, I'm going here, it's always somebody who responds and is like, oh, I want to come, I want to come. Yeah, you, and Jarell, you and Jarell should do some poetry together. I think <laughs> that'd be it. dope. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I didn't say right now. I let just... me let me get my stuff because I normally write mine down. I so do I. I don't. I, I don't, don't perform it. Nah. Oh, you don't ever perform. Okay. I have one time at a wedding. My nerves was through the roof. You can see the pores on his body. No, you can't. Up sweat. But I write a lot, and if I just get the because because you got to perform them. You can't mm-hmm. just write. You got to actually perform. I mean, you you got to recite them. But 
No, you got to you got to bring them. I do chain poems with some of my friends, like some of my other poet friends. Like, will somebody will start and write like one stanza and then pass it to the next person and they write a stanza and then they pass it to the next person. I can get with that because I think sometimes my it'd be the ideas that I can't think of. Like, what do I write about? That's a good idea. It's fun. It's really fun and it's a good writing exercise. Y'all should do that, right? Y'all should do that. All right, thanks, thanks, Doctor Phil. How the fuck is that, Doctor Phil? It's the first thing I can think of. I don't see the connection. Whatever. All right, man. Yo, get in, get into the meat and veggies of this shit, cuz. I was just about to, cuz. Do it. I just told you to do it. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to play this game. One's got to go. Think about your answer before you um before you say it and have an explanation, right? We're going to do a comedy style. And um, so here go the names. How many is it again? It's, it's, it's it like was like eight. five or six. It was, it was a few it was of a them. a lot. All right. Martin Lawrence. Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Cat Williams, Chris Rock. Six. One's got to go when everything they ever did is gone. Never existed. You can live without it. Shit. Uh, Casey, you go first. You've been quiet for a minute. You go first. Which one has to go? Which one got to go and why? (laughs) You ain't got nothing? (laughs) That's hard. You ain't got nothing? Caitlin, you want to go first? That's hard. I'll go. That's hard? It's not hard for me. Hell no, that ain't hard for me. Who you got? You're not going to agree with my answer, though. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's got to go? Only because, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for that answer. I hate you already. Because he's like a legend or whatever. (laughs) But I'm young for Eddie Murphy. I'm young. I'm a baby. So... For me, like, Eddie Murphy is not part of my repertoire. Like, I don't even know. I've never seen his stand-up. I don't know 99% of the stuff he's done. I'm so, this world as <laughs> far as I'm concerned, he already doesn't exist uh, in, in my... So, you look at Eddie Murphy kind of like how I look at Richard Pryor. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I acknowledge Richard Pryor's money because I Richard went back and watched it, but... Yeah. That wasn't, like, I wouldn't automatically associate him with, like, being the funniest guy ever because right. I didn't come up during that yeah. time period. Damn, so no Norbit? We can't watch Norbit. We can't watch Nutty Professor. Me. We can't watch Beverly Hills. Like Norbit. We can't watch Beverly Hills Cop. I don't like Boomerang. That means the See, soundtrack. Now, Boomerang, gotta, I will keep. See his older and stuff. And the soundtrack got to go too. Boomerang, Coming I to will America. Keep. Oh, oh Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. My nigga. Damn. All right, you got to stick with Eddie Murphy. That no, shit no, the hell. She got to get the hell out. That's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you got to stick That's with Eddie Murphy. I didn't think about coming to America. Now I'm kind of reading. Okay, maybe, maybe Chris Rock. Chris Rock. See, now, I listen, you got to give me a silent answer on why, because you can't flip out of this one. You flipped out of Eddie Murphy, you can't flip out of Chris Rock. Why Chris Rock? Because he just doesn't, when I think about, like, if I want to go watch some comedy, like, he's not the first name that pops into my head. Like, I, I agree. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really say, I don't really sit down and like, now I feel like watching, watching some Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah, right, like, yeah, no, that really. doesn't but happen. Isn't Chris Rock, like, our modern day guy who crossed over and made us, like, he, the, the white people call him the king of comedy. You understand? Like, so. Not me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Which white people? The white people. Oh, white, those, those, those white people. Okay, when, okay. when people playing pickup basketball and they be like, they cheating. Those white people. Oh, okay. the hell <laughs> they cheating. There's nobody out here but me and you. Anyway. Casey, you got to an answer um, yet? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. No, Dave Chappelle. No, oh, wait, 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 wait. Like, Come you, on. You why? can live without the Chappelle show? I, no. I really could, yeah. Oh, oh, I really could. Oh. I bought the Chappelle show Ooh, on TV. You I are annoying. Out. <laughs> that is the only straight out. comedy Yo, that I Chappelle? bought on DVD. Yeah. It's, only one, it's only one answer to this. I wouldn't like. Can I get my answer? Oh, go ahead. No, like, go ahead. Explain yeah, why. I wouldn't, you know, just like you wouldn't pop in like a DVD for Richard Pryor. Like, 
It's Dave Chappelle. It's like, oh, all right, whatever. I would absolutely <sighs> pop in Dave absolutely. Chappelle CDs. Nah. DVDs, whatever the fuck he's making. I'm getting rid of Cat Williams. Like, get him the fuck out nah, of here. Nah, that's my guy. Nah, stand up. Not a little ting ting. Nah. Not a little ting ting. <laughs> out of all those dudes, yeah, nah. Cat Williams goes. Nah. Cat Williams goes. First of all, Cat Cat Williams ain't been nothing but an extra in movies since next Friday or Friday after next. He's been an extra. He doesn't have his own movie where he's the head funny guy. He was in Norbit. He was the side dude. His uh, stand-up is so good. I quote him like Everybody else's stand-up is just as good, if not better, than Cat Williams, and they make better movies. He got to get the fuck out of here. Him and his his fucking hair. Got to fucking go. For me, it's Cat Williams. He has no catalog. He don't have no catalog. To me, he had one stand-up, and everybody liked it because he talked about haters. If he didn't have his hater segment in there, and he dissed Michael Jackson, I ain't like that part. And his stand-up joint. Cat Williams got to go. passionate, didn't he? Yeah. I ain't like he, that he part. Talking about Mike was touching boys. Mike wasn't never touching little boys. God but damn. Cat Williams. Aggressive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but Cat Williams got to go, though, man. Like, like, like Fresco touched on it. No, no movies of his own. C movies and B movies at best. You can find Cat Williams at a bootleg store starring in a movie you never even heard of. Because he's not versatile for movies. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Cat Williams wasn't built for movies. Which is why he he was built for stand-up. But he has the less. Cat, like, but all the good comedians, you, you got to make that crossover. Everybody made that I crossover. I think they all have something. They, the movie. Every, every last person we named and has something great. If one of y'all would have said great. Martin, I would have got y'all the fuck up out of here ASAP. Oh, I mean, I was going to do a Martin show versus Dave Chappelle show, but we got Chappelle show haters. On this, <laughs> so I can't hate That's easy. It's Martin anyway. Martin is the number Clearly. one TV how many seasons does show. How many seasons does the Martin show Don't have? matter. It could have been two. Five. Shit rain I think only two was really great. Well, the last season was shaky because the of the situation. The last one was shaky. Don't say shaky, say trash. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, it was still listen, some little listen, funny parts, listen. even though he was, like, half tired yeah, was trash. in that season. The first two was okay. Martin, Martin he turned is, up Martin season king, three. Man. Okay, hey, yeah, Martin just saying. King, so you know? nobody getting rid of Kevin Hart? Oh, my God, yeah, maybe nah, I'm not just getting a little rid of, bit. I think now Kevin Hart is like, all right, man, we fucking get it. Stop making movies Kevin Hart is our guy now. He like, I'm like, all right, Kevin, like, take a year off, my nigga. But he getting paid. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad, but... It ain't. It ain't like his shit is different when he comes out. He just does that. Oh, oh. I know what his like, problem like, is. Silly shit. His, like, right, his problem is he plays a different character, but he can't change himself. Yeah. Right. So his different right. character. Kevin Hart always yeah. comes through. His different character, but he can't. He don't got no different voice. He ain't no Will Smith or no Denzel. I think we just got got to get it out the way. If you ask him to play somebody in a role, he he can't be Ali. He can't be. Think, because there's a difference a lot of between a comedian like and that, an man. actor, though. Well, Smith like, was like a comedian. Like he didn't do stand up, but he did Fresh Prince first. So okay. he went from this. I goofy wouldn't call him a comedian. I wouldn't call him. He a was comedian. an actor. I think, I think Will Smith is just a, a funny, act, guy. funny guy. What the yeah. hell's the difference? No, he's not a comedian. A comedian, like, you do Will comedy. Will Smith not getting on stage telling Fresh Prince show is a comedy, but it's a show. He can't do stand up comedy. Like that's a script written. His his job isn't to tell jokes, right? He's an his act. job Will is Smith to act, an and that might be that if he, he acts in a funny guy. role. I don't know if I agree Will with Smith that. Will Smith is not man. a fucking comedian. Will Smith not is a funny comedian type guy. Right, but, but he's not, not a comedian. But you want his <laughs> he's profession? A funny his profession classification would not be comedian. Kevin Hart is a comedian. Eddie Eddie Murphy is a comedian. Kevin Hart is a comedian. Will Smith is an actor. Yeah. Okay. Fresh Prince is a comedy right. show. Right. <laughs> show, but he's not a that comedian. he acts on. Okay. <laughs> you don't see the fucking difference here? I just I just see a comedy show, so he's a comedian. That's all I saw. No, so, that's so not Uncle, how that works. So Uncle Phil's a fucking comedian, too, then. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. No, no. What did Uncle Phil do before the Fresh Prince? I don't know. Will Smith went from 
being a comedic rapper. He was a comedic rapper at first. What is a comedic rapper? Whatever he was doing. He was the only one No, doing he it. was a rapper. He, was a rapper. he wasn't calling. He wasn't he out was, doing no parodies. He was a comedic yeah. rapper. He was, he was a rapper. Now, have you ever heard he of was just rap? whack. Huh? He was still heard? a rapper, though. He was, he's a rapper, bro. Okay. We just, thought it was comedy. We just made that up. I did just make it up. Why are you making it so hard for Will Smith? Watch his videos. He wanted to make you laugh in all his videos. That doesn't make him a comedian. Adam Sandler was a comedic rapper. He was a rapper? He did some Adam rapping. Yes. Rap? yes, he when did. And who was that other guy, Weird Al Yankovic? He oh, rapped yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a comedic yeah. rapper. Because so it was a parody. That's the category Will Smith was going in? Eddie no. Murphy? Like... Will Smith was right. rapping. It was just right. whack, was... so we thought it was funny. Will Smith was hot. No. <laughs> Will Smith was hot when? I mean, I don't when? know. When? I don't know. I was like fucking three when he Which was day? like in the 80s and shit when he was doing this thing okay or whatever but that shit was crazy what you just said now if I okay really i take it that. back like i i just thought that people <laughs> would get what i'm saying sometimes i go left to see if who's sometimes. gonna catch it yeah sometimes maybe all the time man catch yourself nigga yeah man <laughs> yo so uh the meat of veggies of this shit i actually forgot you was gonna say that about the comedians that's crazy. You picked Eddie Murphy, too, by the way. And that's crazy. You picked Dave Chappelle. I'm ashamed of both of you. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. It is what uh, it is. We came here to talk about the responsibilities of a man. We got two women on here for the first time. So all the women in the comment section who always... It's mainly Keisha's ass. I know Keisha going here. Shout out to Keisha. She always coming like the men are giving a perspective and we fucking dead ass wrong. So now we got always. two women on here. And they probably going to be dead ass wrong, too, by the way men feel. So <laughs> it's fucking even. Two on two. We here with it. Definitions of a man. What you got written down on it? I know you got some some notes on your tablet, uh, bro. No, nah, I ain't got no notes no? on that. Uh, He's still I thinking about Will Smith. I can't, <laughs> I can't even talk to the ladies. Like, basically what I want them to do is expectations of a man, right? And, like, and I think it's different. A man, and then there's a 2016 man. In 2016 man, you got to cut some slack. But I want y'all to – you do. <laughs> you do in 2016. Why? We're going to get into it. We're going to get it. Well, because let's be realistic. Like, y'all are looking for – we're going to let y'all do it. Because I think that when you go nah, from – Nah, tell them what they're looking for. No, you no, know no, it's no. a man. Yeah, when, like, you know, me, you when you tell me – When you tell me – because I'm going to ask y'all, when y'all tell me what y'all looking for in a man, we're going to see if you can get that in 2016. That's all. Like, build your, build your perfect guy or – and then, and then we're going to break it down as to what are some things that you can't that you can live without. We're going to take some away from it. So basically, he's going to just be, break down your expectations to no, tell you I want to hear you don't that. deserve all of that. But bitch, you going. Oh, I'm telling you, you ain't going. No, I'm telling you, you ain't going to get all of that. That's what I'm saying. Basically, you ain't going to so get all name, that. You better get name this what shit you want. But I'm going to tell you, you ain't going to get all that, and you got to decide which ones are you willing to live without. Oh, so shit. who's going to go first? Sound like a game show host. I like it. Paint me your perfect man. Paint paint me. I want to hear KC. <laughs> KC going to go. Paint me the man for you. All right. If I had the perfect man, you know, definitely I would want him to have his own everything. Like, you know, because if we go and migrate together and be one unit, I kind of want you to be responsible doing your own thing. Like, whether you have a mortgage or you renting, you leasing, it's paid off, you have a job, you got everything going for yourself. You know, you you're a man. You like to, you know, I like to travel, so let's go travel. Like, I don't have time to be sitting around in the house or Man, riding around. I'll follow Casey on Twitter. She said, yo, I'm going, I'm, what you say? I'm going to Aruba for my birthday. I if would you like ain't to, bringing yeah. $2,000 to spend, you can't come I, with me. I, I didn't <laughs> not invite You can't come with me. I mean, I said, it's a budget Damn. at the end of the day, like, because you're not going to come. And you, hey, yo, can hey, I, yo, I, yo, like, can I get $50? 
like, dude, we in a room, but like, I don't know. If and it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Like, fifty dollars. Two Gs. But um, you know, just basically somebody who just have everything already, like you know, education. Can you help him get ready? See, like, and and certain, certain, not not all the way ready, like not raise the nigga, but can you help him get ready? If he's eighty percent on finances. Can you help him with that twenty percent of whatever the fuck is lacking? Let's say it's emotion, no disconnections or some shit. No, not really. Like he would have to find himself because you can't. I can't sit there and help you and keep helping you when I'm trying to keep you know. Moving but you need help too. with shit too. Like I could. He can be helping shit. you with that. That's true, but like I don't have time to be helping nobody. We grown. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have any kids. I'm not holding nobody's hand. I've done it before, so I can speak from experience. I've done it before where I've tried to help somebody build up. I've seen just, you know, that ambition, and I just want to push you forward. But it's like you don't want to connect to what I'm trying to help you do. But even if if you get a man that has all that, you're still going to have to help push him forward. He's going to have a day like, man, fuck all of this shit. Or maybe uh, uh, something catastrophic happens into his life and it derails him and sends him left and now he's just not on his he not on his game how he used to be that that push still gonna need to be there i mean you gonna kick him out verbally we can speak upon it but like if we talking about the physical i mean i mean with all that verbal that's really all a nigga need you know what i mean not every man here's my question True. true if he had all of those things you named but no mortgage and live with his homeboys is that a problem See, and that's where I got to help you at. Now I got to be like, yo, do you even know responsibility to, like, live on your own first? Because you already know how to live with another human being, whether it's a male or female. But, like, can you really do it by yourself? Because it's a lot of people that could, you know, rent a room. And that might be fine for their situation for whatever the bigger picture is. So maybe he might have a bigger picture. But if you're not speaking upon that, if you've been here for 10 years, like, you clearly, yeah, you wasn't trying right. to make a move mm. because we all know, like, things change on a daily basis. Like, you know, set small goals, keep it forward. So, people, where you going to be at 10 years, 20 years? Like, nah, where you going to be at in two years, dog? Mm, right. I ain't right. got time for all no this. No more five-year plans? It ain't no more. It's like, you got to, it's action. You got to <laughs> come on and keep it moving. We getting uh. older and older and older. Like, you're going to be 40 sitting there like, damn, I ain't do nothing fun. Like, I've never done nothing. Or I'm still yeah. renting a room from... My pop-pop or uncle or whoever in the boarding house. Like, come on, dude. So all I'm saying is if he had everything going for himself when you was digging him and then you find out he's shacked up with his homies. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be something that's not going to be all the way there. You know what I mean? Like, some shit comes in time. Like, he can have all the shit. On 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 the top value, but then when you start digging, that's when you start really getting to know somebody. You like, uh, I'm. It's not. It gets on my nerves, and I'll speak on it, but not every time it happens. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that is just who he is, and it bothers you enough for you to want to say something, but not enough for you just to be like, I I can't deal with this shit at all. You know what I mean? No, no matter what the fuck I'm talking about. Here's my thing. I think with women, <laughs> a lot of times women, especially when we're younger, we have a tendency to like take on men as projects. Like we see a man, we're like, oh, he's got great potential and he's cute and like he's dope, da 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 da. And I could help, like I can see his vision, so mm-hmm. I could help him with X Y Z, right? And then we take them on and we want to try and 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 make them a project right and make them better and like mold them into this thing that we want instead of looking for what it is 
somebody who's already there, right? But for me, it's all about what makes sense, right? So if I got a man, so for example, I own a house, right? But I have two roommates who live with me and pay me rent because that makes sense, right? Like I'm building equity by owning a home, but I don't have no kids. I don't have no family. So why am I living in a three-bedroom house by myself? That's dumb. And then all the money that they're paying me in rent, I'm stacking up so I could have a nice savings. You get what I'm saying? So it's like somebody might look at me and hear, oh, you got two roommates and think, oh, I'm a bum or like I can't live on my own. But that's not the case. I've lived on my own before. But this makes sense to me right now in this stage that I'm at in my life. So as long as whatever dude is doing makes sense and he has some type of plan and vision, like, oh, right now I'm renting a one-bedroom apartment or right now I'm sharing an apartment with my homeboys and I'm stacking that money because I'm saving up for a down payment on a house or whatever the case may be. Like, as long as it makes sense and he has a plan and a vision, then I'm with that and, like, if we're together, I'm going to support you in getting to your plan and your vision in the same way I expect you to support me in getting to my plan and my vision. But I'm not going to do it for you. Right. I guess that's right. like the no, difference. I mean, I, yeah. Right. I guess that's like the difference between a man's eyes and a woman's eyes. I don't think a man would have a problem with you, with, a, with his girl or a potential girlfriend. Having roommates. I've had men who took they, issues they did? with it. Yeah. This is a new dream. They were like, oh, you have roommates? Really? What? I'm like, bougie-ass nigga. Yeah, like, like, when it comes to females, and I'm paid. So what, I mean, when it comes <laughs> to a guy, it's like, why are y'all still here for 10 years? Like, for a girl, it's, it's different, though. Yeah, like, because yeah. For, for women. I, I, I think the same thing. It's like, woman, it could be anything. Like, she could be a scary person. They don't want to live by herself. Right. You have roommates. That's me. You know what I'm saying? Like. My girl's like that. Like, I lead a crib for, like, 20 minutes. She's like, I heard something. Come on. I'm like, damn. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think, but for a man to say that to a woman, like, you got roommates? Ew. Like, what you got, a mansion, my nigga? What you got? You better have it really popping if you coming like that about a shorty living with Yeah, that is crazy. Like I said, what I was going to say was between through a man's eyes and a woman's eyes, yeah, a woman can look at a man like that. Oh, you got a roommate. You ain't a man yet. You know, that's, that's the challenge that women throw out to men and what you're going to do with that. But as far as a man telling a woman, you know, she's this and the third, I, I, I definitely I didn't think see most, that most men just want to hear, did you got your own space? Like they ain't, they ain't actually fucking or not. Yeah. Right, right, right. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got your own space. That would be the you only, you share your room or you share your that, house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause there's a, there's a difference. That would be the only reason why a guy would have a problem with that because you had too many people in the house. Right. I wasn't going to go there. Oh, Oh, you don't live with your mom. Oh, well, where was when I can come through then? <laughs> Who you stay with? Oh, you got your own place? Oh, you got your old place? Oh, word. <laughs> where you live at? <laughs> DM. So, you want to build us your, uh... My perfect man? Yeah. I, that's crazy because I don't really, like, have a perfect man. He like, ain't got to be perfect. Just give me I'm this. I'm so... First of all, race. What is he? <laughs> I, I don't... you white. I don't have a preference, um, but... I've only experientially I've only ever dated black men Um, as a function of like where I grew up and where I live and who my circle of friends is like that's mostly who I Mm -hmm. am exposed to so like I don't hang around a lot of white people so I don't get introduced to a lot of potential white men that yeah so um so I've only ever dated black men, so like I think in my head I've just one like, time for the chocolate. <laughs> I've just assu- kind of assumed that he'll yeah. probably be back. I think my mom would be shocked if I brought a white guy home. She'd be like, "Are you okay?" Oh shit! <laughs> I think she'd be more surprised if I brought a white guy home than if I brought a woman home. Honestly, I oh. think <laughs> like that's how that's how serious it is. Yeah. Um, so he would probably be black just because I guess that's my you know 
my that's assumption. That's your go-to. That's your go-to. Yeah, that's my, right. my default. Right. <laughs> um, and this has changed for me so much over the years. Like, I used to say, so I have a master's degree, and I used to say, like, my man has to have whatever I have or better. So, like, if I have a master's degree, he's got to have a master's degree. If I have my own car, he got to have his own car. If I got my own place, he got to have his own place. If I got... A dog? Well, no, he ain't got to have a dog, but you get what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like, you he's got to match dog, me. Though, I do you? have a dog, yeah. That's because I'm a scary person. You I have two roommates lover? and a big big behind Rottweiler. So. Yeah, I seen him. And a whole security lover, right? system, huh? A dog lover. At least be a dog lover. You got to like him because I got one. Right, okay. So you're going to have to deal with him at right. some point. Um, what if he doesn't, though? Is that a deal breaker? He like He's like fucking, maybe he got mauled up by a dog when he was a kid and it's traumatized him since. You can't be scared of Major. He's like the biggest buttercup ever. So we're going to have to go through some steps to get him acclimated <laughs> to the dog. Because the dog's not going nowhere. So he's going to have to get over that. Maybe y'all just going to live separate or some shit. <laughs> Until the dog dies. <laughs> right, some shit like that. Um, but I don't feel that way anymore. Because I feel like everybody has their own experience. So, like, I might... I might I've dated guys who didn't graduate high school before, but they had they were doing something. You know what I mean? Right. They they had some type of career, some type of goal, some type of path that they were working towards, and I could see that. You know what I'm saying? So all my all my fellas out there, if you ain't got a diploma, don't worry about it, man. Caitlin, take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> you, can at come, it, man. you can come stay with me, bro. Holla <laughs> <laughs> at him, man. Um, oh, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's m- more so for me. It's like, it comes down to respect and communication. So my biggest thing is you have to be emotionally mature mm, because if right. you're not emotionally mature, then our relationship isn't going to go anywhere. No matter how many degrees you got. Cause I've dated guys who had master's degrees and we're making, um, we're making six figures and they not in had, touch with they feelings. yeah, they were, they had the emotional maturity of a 12 year old. Like mm. it wouldn't it, like just totally closed off, had too much pride, couldn't show emotion, couldn't develop an intimate connection and was with them for a long time, like out of guilt yeah, because they were going through things and I felt like I needed to be there yeah. for them. So then you put yeah. your emotions on the backside right, and then exactly. you just And was this. miserable yeah. for a long time until I yeah, was like, yeah, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? You know, um, but on paper, he looked real good. You know what I'm saying? On paper, he's got all the things that I would say that I wanted in a man at that time. So for me, it's more about can we communicate? Are you, like, willing to be vulnerable and intimate and, and form, like, a healthy relationship? Yeah. You know, do you respect me? Do you listen to what I'm saying? So if we have a disagreement, like, can I come to you and say, hey, X, Y, Z really bothered me, and you're not going to throw gonna a pot like, at my head? Yeah, right? like, you, you know, we can really about talk about it and right. figure out, okay, well, you know, I'm going to try and do this differently, or I'm going to try and not be so sensitive about that. You know, so it's really about that to me because... It's the same thing, too, with women, too. I'm saying for men, because on the flip side, she can have anything you need on paper. She got the whip, she got the crib, she do things and anything like that. But, but she crazy. But she fucking nuts. It's like, <laughs> yo, like, I told you I was coming home at 9 o'clock. I got here at nine ten, and, like, you standing at the door with a knife. Like, what the Let fuck is wrong? Let me see your phone. Wait a you know minute. what I mean? I'm like, yo, you like... Yeah. Like, nah, give, give me the keys. I need nah, to go see if there's strands of hair in your car. For have real. You, taken care of a man or helped him out with his life before and it didn't work yeah and so you're like you ain't going back yeah i ain't doing that no more i, I ain't mad at you for that because nope. there's some women who just continue to be the caregiver you know it's like they just continue to keep helping and helping eventually so i get that at first i'm like she's cut a man some slack nah. <laughs> like and then i gotta watch you be better for the next girl you know what i'm saying right well nah don't pay that no more <laughs> nah. You shouldn't be paying attention to him anyway. <laughs> it's be, your ex. be thankful that you helped him along his journey. Nah. No? 
No. I mean, but that's what happens normally when you leave. Because even if you negative, if you're impacted negatively by something, it still helps shape you. You know what I'm saying? So you can add that right. bum ass ex boyfriend, right. right. but now going forward, you Absolutely. know, I staring away from these kind of motherfuckers yep. now. You know what I mean? And you so see it, it like dead on now. You right? Know what exactly. You like, I'm already twenty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you like up? Oh, nah, nope, nigga. Mm-mm. You that same kind of motherfucker. It's, I just had too, it's too much work, and like, like I said, I don't have eight kids, so I know being a parent is a lot of work. So that with a grown person, whew, man. So what about a man that had a kid? Is that something? Because now you can't take can those random trips. Can you date a dude with a kid? Yeah, I have. Okay. Well, you, are you going back, though? Because, Casey, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. you don't go backwards. What you mean, though, as far as you... Would you, date a, would you date a dude with a, with a kid again? I'm dating somebody right now who has a kid. Oh, okay. Shit. I guess he has his own house, too. <laughs> he got it. Nah, nah, He got nah, it going nah. on. <laughs> oh, so, homie got it going on. That's what she said. Okay. All right. You're not going to put him too much on the blizz ass. Right. I, got baby, I got you. I got you. Hey, I'm happy for you. Love love is a good thing. Both ways, it can still, it's still that same give and take. Because if you the kind of dude that's actually looking for something in a chick, and you're a, a woman that's looking for something in a dude, like, y'all kind of looking for the same thing, just not the same way. If y'all, you know, if you actually happen to find somebody that you meet on that level. But it's just about trying to fill in the blanks. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people get consumed with trying to impose what they want to happen on the situation. Yeah. And they forget that the other motherfucker got feelings too. So it's just, yo, I want it to be like this. I want it to be like this. It's like, well, bitch, I don't think nothing's wrong with this. I keep saying bitch, but it's just a habit. Y'all know where we from. You from Trent. Tra- exactly. <laughs> That's a regular Trent. word. Exactly. You ain't got to apologize here. Exactly. Right. And I was at home and I was like, dang, I should ask them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know I say bitch a lot. Nah, that man, drop okay. that bitch bomb. And I, and I was like, you know what? But you just don't you worry. broke yeah. the cycle. We <laughs> I broke, yeah, we super unassisted. Now, here's my question. This is something that I wrestle with for myself. Do opposites really attract? <laughs> what do y'all think about that? It all depends, man. Or do you need somebody? I don't think, I don't think that's like set in stone. It's like you're going to get somebody that's completely opposite than if you. If you think it, then that's what will come to you. Okay. So, like, if that's what you I'm all, think, I think it's all like, about chemistry. Like, no matter what the fuck the scenario is, if you ain't got chemistry with somebody, like, it's no point. Because without that chemistry, you don't develop that inkling for wanting to be around that person or wanting to hang around that person. So as soon as you do something wrong or something somebody don't like, it's like, I ain't calling that motherfucker back. You know what I will say, though? Because now I'm, like, thinking back in my head, like, to the people I've talked to and how they were, like, in relation to me. So I'm super emotional. Like, I'm, like just a big ball of emotions all the time (laughs) and like I'm really open and like I just want to talk about like my feelings all the time and most of the guys that I've dated long term have been very not emotional like not emotive they don't talk about their feelings like and it would be like so you would need to get somebody that's equally as expressive right but the problem is the guys who have been that way, I'm like, ew. Well, like, I've had I, was guys, going, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> I've had guys who have been, like, really, like, forthcoming with, like, how they're into me. And, and I'm like, oh, you? Mm-mm. No, you too much. Like, you you doing too much I'm too confused soon. as fuck that, now. What that, do you want? But that's what was going through my mind that what she you, was saying that. What do you like, want? What is it? Like, you want I the nigga that's not I think that's, that's the not problem going? that I need <laughs> to address. Oh, yeah, okay, like, I'm okay. saying I need to reevaluate what yeah, I'm doing. Right, man. because. All right, you know what, fellas? Don't take your diploma, non-diploma, <laughs> having ass somewhere else. Change don't your come, mind. Don't come, don't over, come over, here. over here. Nah, fuck that. That's no, funny. I'm working on it though. Please for, do. The first step is acknowledging you have a problem. And I was right? have to deal with it. Like, how was 
what is a nigga supposed okay, to do? Okay, but some of them have been like a little bit creepy. Like I had a guy one time who I was talking to for like two weeks, and he had me like on this the background of his phone, like as a and I'm like two weeks. Yeah, like I don't even have me on as the screensaver. The screensaver? Like, uh, why am I on your phone? No. Damn, but that's crazy. That was my thing about the two thousand. Basically, the man of today. A man of today, not every man, but the the male of today can only show you his love the only way he knows how, which is sometimes through a phone, social media, or, you know. After two weeks, man, that's too much, man. Yeah, don't be yeah. Even if a chick was to do that to me after two weeks, bitch, you that take was me off aggressive. of there. I don't even it know if I'm going to like you that much. What else do these people do these days? They don't. They weren't shown or taught how to express themselves to your face or anything like that. Well, look, we man, text now. If you a man out there, no. you don't know how to express yourself, man. You can take therapy sessions. Yes, you can talk go to, to class. <laughs> but who's? But they don't know that they need it. This is regular life. So that's why I say. I'm telling you right now, y'all all need it. Man, yeah, we all need it. Just assume that you need it. It can't hurt, okay? <laughs> this it can, is regular it can't hurt. life to them. That I, man. I also think make my, boom sometimes my background. it's easier to express yourself to certain people than other people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's my problem. Yeah. I'm like so people just feel comfortable sharing their emotions with me. So if you get a little into deep, like you feel comfortable expressing that. And I'm like, you probably should have kept that. I, you know, they so. come. Yeah, exactly. You know, if they come <laughs> weird, by the way, they like, I got this dude at my job. Like every other day he come up and tell me something I really don't give a fuck about. It's like, Hey, well, you know, we're getting bought out by our CEO. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, why are you <laughs> I, I didn't even insinuate a conversation. that made you think I wanted to know anything about this. Why are you talking to me? Move you friendly. So we, talk I am, but I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, so are you the type to come home from work and want to have a conversation about your job every day? No. No? No? Only okay. when shit happens or it's like something that's just on your heart. Yeah, or probably, yeah, something like, yeah, especially like well, where I work. Because I can't believe these motherfuckers ain't putting no paper in the fax machine. I can't print out my reports. <laughs> that's <laughs> part of my <laughs> problem is I don't like to talk a lot of times. And, like, people get uncomfortable with that. So, like, sometimes I'll come home and, like, I want to be with you. Yeah. But I just want you to, like, exist like in the sometimes. same space as I'm me. Just don't say nothing. Yeah, Not even, like, but when you come home, you still need to at least, like, have, like, 30 minutes. So you still compress. To, yeah, to just yeah. get out of work mode. Mm, so... Yeah. It take y'all an hour to get out of work mode? For what, for it depends me, I on what the lot. day was. I do you a too? lot. So, I do a lot. So I me, need, sometimes. I sometimes when I get to work and when I get off work, it's like I got to get out of the mode that I was just in. So, like, right. before I go to work, I was chilling with my girl. We was laid up, chilling, whatever, like that. Then on the drive to work, I'm trying to make the transition of putting my work face on. Yeah. And it's the same way when I get out. Now I got to get out of work mode. I was chilling, hanging out, talking shit with the fellas, and now I got to go home and be the boyfriend. It, it's... I gotta, you, I gotta, I, need, I, I need a minute need before that. I change yeah. faces. Need that. What if your man told you, right? I'm at work from eight to ten hours a day. Don't text or call me with any BS. I don't want to hear no <laughs> gossip or nothing. Could you do it? What if he just said that? Like, like that sounds like some shit you would say. No, to no, no, it's not something. But, <laughs> but this is what somebody told me back in the day. It was like, pot. whenever something happened, you always wait till the man got home. At the dinner table to discuss what happened during your day. Like, when, like if there was an issue between me and him, no, or no, like not, just in general. No, or let's just say he didn't wash the dishes, and you text him. Why ain't he's at work? Oh no, I'll do that. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just okay. But yeah. I'm just giving you a, a random example. Would you bother if he said, "This is what I want"? Any goofy stuff, anything? Don't text me during working hours. Call me during working hours. 
Can I say hi? Can I text you and say hey, baby? Nigga, you is crazy. I said drama. Now, we can say good morning to each other. What you say, Casey? LOL, nigga, you crazy. What's up, babe? Okay. I'm a goofball, so you can say what you want. But that's what I'm getting at. what's going on? That's what I'm getting at. If a man has certain demands, would you just be like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway? That's all. That's most women. They can be like, nigga, cool. I think if there's a reason for it, like, then, like, if there's a reasonable explanation. Don't text me when I'm at work for eight to ten hours, a.k.a. Bitch, I'm at my side bitch house, and I don't want to be bothered. You got to leave me alone. No, 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 no. But I'm, but I'm trying to think of, like, an example. Like, is, is, I'm trying to think of, let's just say, okay, let's say something happened at your job or something. Like, um, your boss got on your nerves. Just any kind of any kind, any of, kind of any shit that's going to stir up emotion. Like, yo, I'm at work right now. Why are you bothering me with this? But I just know that some couples do that. And yeah, he's man, talking about himself, man. No, no, Unless it no. was an emergency, like where I was like having a total meltdown, and like I need, like I need you in this moment. Yeah. I generally like to have those conversations in person anyway. Mm-hmm. So I would probably want to wait till I got home. But I'm, I'm really talking about today's generation. Can you feel it out have, though? Do we have face to face conversations about things? Bitch, if you with me. Okay, with you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. In, yeah. in today's generation, do we have that face to face conversation? Like, you know what? I'm going to just wait till I you need, get home. I need that. You. I need that face to face. Yeah, that. I need that. That's all I'm saying. Certain, th- certain things not meant for text. Like, certain shit just not meant for text. And don't nobody got time to be texting all that. Right. Yeah, like. My thumbs be hurting. Yeah, who got the time? Like, okay. And, who, and, and right. who got time to be reading all of that? Would you get that? <laughs> those three different broken messages, messages, eight you paragraphs. Like, piece them together. All right. Like, wait, right. I think this one go first. And then you, you be misinterpreting and shit. Yo, like, don't you hate when I they send the messages like that, out man. of order? Like, the I messages get sent out of order. Well, mm-hmm. I got, I That's Android shit. Come in order. Is it Whatever. But if you text somebody who don't have, or somebody oh. texts you who don't have an iPhone, a long message, don't it come broken mm. up sometimes? Really? Oh, it comes really? oh, broken it's, up it's to the me. People, it's the people that have I iPhones, but they who, send text messages to, to people on Android. Android it probably, we get the message. The Android receiver gets some broken up oh. messages. My phone, I have an iPhone, but sometimes my phone receives messages from somebody oh, that doesn't have an iPhone and it's broken well, What iPhone up. you got? You got the 712? No, I got the 712. I'm, six, I'm six, six, about to say, that's some new shit. I don't want the 7. I'm cool. Speaking of them iPhones, man. Everybody about to have an iPhone. You see them, um, the Android phone blew up on the airplane? I did yeah, see that. Yeah, It was that. a Note 2. Who the fuck still got Note that? Two, Note 2. It was see, a I Note don't even know Who the fuck? Android that phone, shit need so. to blow up. <laughs> I'm sorry it happened on the plane. Is that like really old well, or like, just like last year old? That shit old as hell. And then you had. They on a Note 7 now. Then you uh, had the Note so 7. So what's the Galaxy 7? That's the same thing? Or? Nah, it's, it's a Note. The Note comes with the pen. The Galaxy is like what I more got. like a tablet. The Galaxy is oh, just okay. a regular phone, but the it's Note. Okay. So the what, Note was the one, what was the one? What was the one where the truck blew up? Must have been a Note. That 7. was the that was the Note Seven. Okay. Yeah, that was the Note. It 7. could be in your pocket and it could just explode. I seen this one guy Imagine leg was that. all scarred up. <gasps> Damn, he about to get that. It explodes check in your pocket. Like who wants to buy one of those phones now? That's a nope. I'm afraid. Yo, his car was really on fire. Like yeah, his entire like, car burned the fuck up. Crazy. Like from a, a from a Note a Seven. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand. Yeah, if it's about to go to iPhone. Some in there, obviously, like overheating. It's Korea, baby. They fucked up. This is how they going to start that Samsung, war. Samsung, y'all fucking up. Y'all was a good competitor. Y'all was going toe-to-toe with Apple for a long time. Y'all fucking up, man. Whoever's in y'all engineering department who's manufacturing these shits and putting whatever's in it, maybe ISIS worked for Samsung. It's nah. all a fucking conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, you know that, that's that North Korea they stuff, They trying man. to take us out, bro. Um, I'm getting the fuck off this Galaxy shit. So back to our expectations of a man. A man's got to cook, right? It would be I a plus. Like that, yeah. Let me tell you, let me tell you, I've been with my girl for like two and a half years. I ain't cooked dinner yet. She, like, it's starting to become like every day. She asked me when I'm going to cook dinner. So what I did was I went on uh, uh, Pinterest, 
I got mad recipes. I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out the uh, the easiest one to make that that seems the most fancy. So basically, it's like going to a restaurant, picking the cheapest thing on the menu, but looks the, like it looks like it costs something. That's what I'm trying to do. My thing is, not everybody can cook, right? And that's okay. Like, if that's not, not your bag, that's to. not your bag. But you can't then expect me to cook every night because, bitch, I got a job, too. I work 15 hours a day every day. That's a fact. So if I'm too tired to cook, I am not. I don't want to come home and you'll be like, so what's for dinner? Bitch, you hungry? You better order us something. But didn't all, I that, do that. Didn't all <laughs> that come from when the man worked and the wife didn't? And then exactly. Women working, but Our job never... was to be was to take care of the house, the house and be domestic because the man was going out and we was home all day. What else right. was we going to do? Right. That shit is over with. Yeah, yeah no. everybody over. cooking. Right. I don't. If I'm girl, working more hours cook, than like, you, as long as we eat, shit. I really don't give a shit. You ain't got to cook. As long as we eat, I gotta buy. Want me to go get something? I go get it. Oh, you order something already? All right, cool. Either way, we gonna fucking eat. But you don't necessarily have to cook. That shouldn't be an expectation. Nah, I feel you don't like. have to cook. As long as we eat, I don't give a shit. You can make me a fucking turkey and cheese sandwich. I'm good to go. Put the Doritos on <laughs> really? the side. Just, yeah, put mean, it on the grill. Put it on the put grill. It on the side. The, 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 the George Foreman. Grilled go. turkey and cheese sandwich. Hey, and you chips got, on you the got side. potato bread. What's this? Potato bread or wheat bread? Don't matter. It's getting fucked up. What else? A good man, no job, but ambitious. You're not going for that, right? Because let me tell you it something. De- I think it depends on the scenario, man. Like, why don't you have a job? Well, you can't have no job, right? Well, you know what but and how, how long? And how long have life? you not? <laughs> you got a cell phone. He's following his dreams. He's following his dreams. Oh nah, fuck that. Working. A lot of people are starting to realize that having a job is not going to benefit them in the in long, the long run. run. Right. Do both. I do both. Yeah, you can do. Both. Why can't you do both? You gotta do both. Hey, I'm not paying your cell phone bill. So how are you gonna pay your cell phone right. bill? That's that's. Hey. And you need to have a cell phone. It could all pay off at yes, the end, though. They could all pay well, off when the is the end? Now, he Who was paying. Time to wait shit, for when the is end? the beginning? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, before he met you, he was paying his cell. Okay, let's say you're dating this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets laid off. Let's just say he doesn't quit. And the first thing you say is, okay, we're going to look for the Well, it's not the first thing you say, but you like, you know, we need a job. He says, I don't want to work. I want to be. And, um,. I want to create my own website. I want to do graphic designs. I want to go to school. I want to do these things. Like to okay, that's fine. A, that's How are you gonna make money? And we need a deadline. He don't got that plan. <laughs> well, we we got that. We need making the we money need... means I'm gonna be a millionaire in probably five years. Mm-mm. Sorry, not waiting there. And how you gonna pay your bills in the meantime? You're going to struggle. <laughs> You're going to struggle for five years. You're going to struggle for I'm five years. I'm just saying, years. like, there's there's so many different like there's there's men out there, there's people out there that know that have this thing in them that like and working. There are people out there for them. I, I, I'm just asking because they're weird. Like, they got to be equally as weird. Like I think if you if you come on like that, then somebody else's situation got to be more so similar to yours. Like you can't, like it can't be that uneven. I don't think. No, but I'm saying you're dating them. They have a job. They lose it, and then boom. Okay, I'm not going to find another job. I'm about to go do what I love. Oh, right. I thought you were saying that like they met them with no job. No. Well, I I did switch it. Y'all get together. <laughs> He loses his job. I did say that, though. Mm-hmm. He loses his job. Right. And he decides to follow his dreams instead of go looking for a job. And uh, you said the plan was like, I mean, there needs to be like a plan, like a deadline. I because you're not going to be just sitting around and just thinking that everything is going to fall on me while we still having fun. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing everything, though. Because what are you bringing to the table? Your unemployment? And then once that run out, then what? In five years, you won't be, you won't have to work. <laughs> That's his goal. I think everybody's got years. a five-year. You can't. 
Because you got to show some type of progress, some type of something. Did you get it patent? Like, what are you trying to do? You feel me? Whatever you're trying to do, you can't just sit there and say, okay, I'm not going to do nothing, you know, for the next five, four years or whatever. But what's your plan? So tell me in three months you're going to get your money up to get whatever it is. Three months. Like, far as getting something patent, like, let's say you created okay, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, I see the progress, and you you sticking with it. I that's see the a steps different, to the action. That's a different story. But if you sitting there, and it's a year, and we kind of find out it only take $1,100 to get something patent, what's the problem? Mm. A photographer, uh, uh, a, a you got you, you got used websites that you could buy, use, um, you know, products and stuff like that for you to practice on. You start with that. But I still need, like, deadlines. You can't just be doing stuff out of the ordinary, like, oh, I want to do a TV show. But um, you don't really have like a like a script or a layout or what you. it is that you're trying to do. You just like, oh yeah, I just want to do that. You need and to every see time something I happening. You, yeah, and every time I ask you, it's the same thing. Oh, I just want to do the TV show, but I'm thinking of this. But what's <laughs> like, up? You just I like that though, because you stand on him. Like like he might actually need that. Like okay, it's been a month. Where are we at with it now? Right. And that might frustrate him because when you start something, that's always like the most frustrating time. For man, so that might cause some arguments, unnecessary arguments, because he's frustrated because he's trying to follow his dream, and you're frustrated because you're now doing more than what you agreed to do when y'all first joined. It's like when we got together, we both was working, we were splitting the bills. That's another thing, splitting the bills. I advise a nigga to go slaying them packs before I tell 50, his 50? ass to be no job. Splitting bills. <laughs> I think it depends on the situation. You splitting bills? Mm-mm. No, he's paying the bills. No, I'm just asking. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm just asking. Okay. But that's why we had these conversations. Why not? You know, we, like, I'll pick up something, he'll pick up something, but it's not going to be, like, splitting, because that's roommate status. We're okay. not roommates. All right. Like, we're not me. fucking roommates. Okay. You feel me? Like, no. This is why I'm asking the question, because <laughs> so many people have different answers. Well, yeah. And, I'm and not, for everybody you're not splitting the bills. Yeah, okay? I'm not. I got you. But, but, all right, so, let's say, but when you say split, all right, so who's paying for what? Right, you know, you talk amongst, you know, your spouse as uh, to who going to do what. All right. So I'm not going to be like, oh, we just going to go half down on groceries and um, the cable bill and all that. That's that's too much. Like, I feel you. just going to pick yeah. this and that's just going to be Look, a thing man, that the you pay. The BSCNG bill, dude, man, I got it. Or you, uh, I ain't got it this week. You, you take it. You just, it is But then what, what if is. neither of y'all got it? Like, what if nobody planning on paying PSENG? Right, well, your shit going to get cut off. <laughs> That's why y'all didn't have a plan to be right. like, this shit is what I'm going to pay. This is what right. I'll pay well, partially. Well, I got this shit next week, but I'll take care of it next the week. Big boy, the big boy is the mortgage. He's paying, well, because he has to have his own house, mm-hmm. right? So he's paying his mortgage already before he even got Is it a house or just place to live? Which is just, she mentioned mortgage. I said mortgage right. or, like, rent. Okay. It don't matter. Okay. All right. So he's paying that $900,000, $1,100 rent mortgage by himself, right? And you're fine with that. Or or do you come in and say, let me give you half of that? When, once you need <laughs> I would want to. Okay. If it was a mortgage. So here's the difference, right? Like, I feel like I always want to have mine. Like, because yeah. if God forbid you, this is your house, right? So, like, for example, if I got with a man, I own my house, right? And he want to move in. If you live in here, you best believe you putting something on these bills. But at the end of the day, if we... Like, if we're really serious, we got to have a conversation of, am I going to put your name on my mortgage or what's that going to look like? Because this is mine. So at right. the end of the day, if I want to get rid of you, you're going to be on, this shit's still mine. Right, still mine. Right. So, but if we get married, now it's ours, unless I'll give you a prenup. And I say, this is what I came in with and this is what I'm going to walk out with. And then that's a whole nother story. Are you going to be cool if I say, hey, listen, I bought my house by myself. And if you decide to leave or something happens between us, I want 
want my house to myself. Is that going to be an issue for my man? Mm. Is that going to like make him feel like less of a man if I if I ask him for a prenup, right? Because I don't that. think I don't think a lot of men would really be cool that. with that. As though. you were saying that, I'm sitting here thinking, isn't it? It's like it's easier. For the women to mention it, right? If a man says it, don't y'all feel bad? Huh, I'm saying that shit. If I feel that way, I'm saying that up. shit. Fuck that. But if a woman comes to a man, he might just like, okay, like whatever. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that would emasculate a man. You think so? Who's not, sec- like, if a, if a man's not secure, like, for me to be like, so basically, look at all this stuff I got so basically, and you ain't you're got reminding it, so. him that this ain't his house. Right. <laughs> like, how awful would that feel? But at the end of the day, like, you're not taking half of my shit. I paid for this. Right. But. But and and the man got to be the same way too. To in love. If it don't, well, I don't plan on still, getting divorced. But you, shit you happens. Still, you still got to be set up to a point where shit can be. You can be all right if this shit don't work out. You still got to be set up in that way, like because that's I what think I'm saying. It, in the scenario, shoe on the other foot. If if I own a crib and I'm moving you in, I'm like, all right, well, I don't mind you living here. We can do that. But in the event that doesn't work. I'm still going to be living here. Like, whatever you're going to do when you get the fuck out of here, that's on you. You need to put some things into motion so you won't land up on your ass. I, I think I think that's just respect thing. It ain't about me, like, being an asshole or nothing like that. This, if this shit don't work, I still want to have what the fuck I came into this shit but with. Y'all, but, that. but that's okay to talk about that in the process of love, like... I love you, but if it don't work, like, is that conversation? I think you have to you got because to, you got to be happens, realistic. Bro. You be thinking it's going to work? Shit happens, bro. Yes, but you that doesn't mean that's you have that, a t- you don't have a contingency plan. Shit, man. Don't, don't fucking blind yourself. Because love is also, love a relationship is also a business transaction yeah. at the end of the day. Like, very much so. Yes, you want to hope that you're in love and like blah, said, blah, 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 blah. But it is a business transaction. There's a lot of business involved in a relationship. And you got to be able to, to do both of those things. And be respectful of each other and be fair and equitable. And you know what I'm saying? So for me, like, if I moved, if I had a house and I got with a guy who also owns his own house, okay, what's that going to look like? Am I going to sell my house and then put that money in a separate account and that's my money and you don't get to touch that? And then I move into your house and then I pay, I put in on half of your mortgage, but if we break up, then... I got to leave, but I've been paying you to live in this house, but that's yours at the end of the day? Or do you put me on your mortgage and now it's both of our house, even though you bought it by yourself? And then I walk away with half of that? Or do we rent my house out and take that as, then is that my income or is that our our income? income, Right. Right? So it's all of these things that you got to, and that's why a lot of marriages fail. I think like over half of marriages fail because of financial issues. And things that people don't talk about when you walk into it because you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about, oh, we're in love and blah, 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 blah. And you forget about the real life shit. Right. And then that stuff come up and you're like, whoa. Right. I didn't think about this shit. And then you never talked about it. And so then y'all get into it and y'all arguing over it and then your marriage falls apart. So I think it's important to talk about those things up front so when we get to it, we already had this conversation. Yeah, Yeah, it's settled. And it ain't going to be nobody crying and boohoo and bickering and all that. Right. Or if we can't come to an agreement, then we can't be together before we even get either, into either all gender, of that. Now, may, it. maybe it's just me, but I just always had this thing that women didn't like for a man to mention it. I, that's just me, like, you know, a prenup. I just thought they got... Then she dumb. Well, I, I that, think... That was just my thing, that that's just what I thought. I think that's some, motherfuckers some living in fantasy land, dumb. man. That's just fantasy land shit. Like, if I... I'm getting married or whatever we doing so I can be myself around you, not just... The like putting up this love, uh, uh, fucking aura, and like everything is going to be on this level all the time. I got to be who I am 
regardless of what the fuck we doing, we at the height of our love or we at the bottom of the shit or we working it out or whatever, I still got to be comfortable with who I am and the things that I'm coming into this shit with. And you as well. And that's what I was thinking about with uh what KC was saying. She's like, he got to have his own mortgage. That's what I was just thinking about what you were just saying. It's like, so are you going to move into his house or... Or, or or he's going to sell his house. Y'all get buy a house together. A house together. That's a good. That's option. the only thing I would. Who think keeps of. the if dog? It was, if it was a situation, if y'all like bought a that, dog together. Who keeps mortgage, the dog? Mortgage, mortgage, male and female, mortgage, mortgage. I would say, okay, at the end of the day, like, look, this mine. I'm gonna rent this out. This is gonna be all my money. You rent yours out. That's gonna be all your money. So we got our own little account. So it ain't gonna be no situations, no problems. And we still have our current jobs, and we still gonna do what we do as you know a unit as one. And we gonna go get us a house. Now this ours. So now. If a divorce should come or whatever, then we'll think about that at the end of the day. Or you could add it into your prenup. It is what it is. You got it all mapped out. But That's I, all. Because at the end of the day, like everybody, like she said, everybody needs to, like Caitlin said, everybody needs to have their own money at the end of the day. Because, yeah, he could come in moving with her. But, like, at the end of the day, if her mortgage is $900, she going to keep putting up that $900 as if she's paying that mortgage. Continue, continue, continue. Ten years at the line. Oh, I don't want to be with Caitlin or I don't want to be with, you know, whoever this is. All right, bye. But guess what? I still got my money that I saved up. Yeah, you helped or whatever, but I still got this money to come if I am in a financial. Nobody's you know, dependent bad on anybody solely. At the end, like, yeah, like you, you got to do what you got to do. You can't just be leaning on that and hoping. Money, you know what I'm saying? If it's your money, if that's yours, it's yours, and you know it's yours. We're not going to discuss nothing about what's mine because this is my mortgage. It's mine. You ain't moving in for what? It's Listen, mine. the lady who I who I who was Tell living them, in the house that I bought, her she was. She was in a relationship with a woman. Her partner left her, and then she couldn't afford the house anymore. So she defaulted on her mortgage, and the house got foreclosed, foreclosed on. I'm not trying to be in that situation. Mm. Damn. It's scary. Because mm. to be comfortable for so long in the house, to have to be like, okay, now I got all this this foreclosure, this, 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 this. Now I still got to find another place to mm-hmm. live. So I got to survive on paying my rent or, you know, a, a second mortgage or, you know, if you got a car payment and whatever else you got in your life. And moving is a bitch for. anyway. Nobody yeah. likes Real. fucking moving. Like, or converting from a house to, to an apartment. Right. Like, come on now. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's you either going to sell shit, put it in storage. I definitely, you know I mean? I definitely think right. this conversation was definitely needed because this is just me. I just think that a lot of guys don't know what to do with themselves. Be honest with you. It's true. They don't know yeah. what they don't know what women are looking for. But I tell you one you thing for me. Shit, if a guy approached me to have that conversation, I would be almost more happy because I feel like that lets me know that you're thinking about our future and you're taking our relationship seriously, right? So if you approach me like, hey, like I was thinking about, you know, if we were to move in together, like what would that look like? Or, you know, I know you got your own house and this is my situation. So that to me is like, oh, like you're really serious about our relationship and you're thinking about these things and that's responsible. Like that makes me feel more secure in my relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of just pretending but like you, that doesn't exist. You know as what a else thing. helps that though? Or what might fuck it up is that that perspective from you is coming from the perspective of a mature woman. It's people who say they want that shit. For their immature as hell and don't know how to about go about getting it. So then when they get it, they really don't know what the fuck to do with it, or they react in a way that's completely opposite from what you wanted the conversation to be because they don't know how to fucking handle it. And that's that emotional maturity piece. Right. I feel like if you're not emotionally mature, then you have no business being in a relationship anyway. You need to work on Yourself. working out your own rocks that yeah. you got in your heart and figuring out what well, your things you know. are before you try to bring that Roxanne. to somebody else. I feel you. <laughs> That's definitely easier said than done. I, like, like I think a lot of people wish they could get themselves together before, but then as soon as you say, it's kind of like the, the way the universe works. As soon as you say, man, I'm about to leave this alone and go get myself together. As soon as you 
get on your journey to do that, mm. here comes the special person into your life. You like, dumb. Yep. Now I just said I wasn't going to deal with you, <laughs> yeah, but yep. I can't pass the situation up. But yep. you know, you're not ready. I, I just think that happens. You just got to learn to say no, just like I, drugs. Just yeah, say I mean, no. I mean, but l- life also takes you on its own course, too. You know what I'm saying? The shit happens that you couldn't have predicted or anticipated. Like, you got to have a plan set up, but you still got to understand that life is going to make its way in regardless of what the fuck you done put in place for yourself. And, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You got to take those detours to get to where you at. Or I ain't going to call Shorty a detour, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. It's a bump in the road. Yo, anybody got anything off their chest? Yeah, because yeah, I'm about to bury me a motherfucker. Ooh, <laughs> I got a good one. Dig a hole and bury your goddamn self. Now, y'all familiar with Kevin Johnson, right? Former NBA player? Yeah, Phoenix Suns? Yeah, he's the mayor in Sacramento. Yeah. He's the mayor of Sacramento. This is coming to the end of his last term. He was giving a speech to the people, addressing some shit. It's a guy in the crowd... In the crowd was unhappy with Kevin Johnson about things that he said he was going to do for the city of Sacramento that he didn't do. And he wanted to show that he was upset. You know what he did? He walked up to Kevin Johnson and smacked his ass with a pie in front of the goddamn. <laughs> While he was giving a speech, he got close to the mayor? I guess they was, I think they was doing like a. Uh, a part where you can come up to the panel and ask a question. Okay. But he was like on the other end, and the panel was on like one end. So I think the guy like kind of just walked past, walked past where he was supposed to go and hitting with the pie. They said Kevin Johnson whooped his ass, he hit him like seven to eight times, blacked his eye. I gotta dig a hole for this guy because I don't know what the fuck you. Although this shit is funny, I don't know what the fuck you were hoping to accomplish. You still didn't get the shit Kevin Hart say he was. Kevin Johnson say he was gonna give you. I hope that pie was at least hot when you hit him with it because he lit your ass on fire. I seen a mugshot of this dude. His eye was down there, uh, shut closed, and he had a big ass. He had a cut over top of his eye on some rocky shit. That's not and a his good whole look shit. for a mayor, though, and to be whooping somebody's ass it, at it, a press conference. He's at the real. end of his fucking uh, mayor election or whatever. Mayor. He whooped his ass. I would bury Kevin But the Kevin thing about Johnson. it is nobody reported it. Like, this was just one witness who went uh, uh, anonymous, didn't give her name, said, yeah, he, 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 he hit him about seven or eight times. But nobody else, they asked other people, nobody, and everybody else said they didn't see shit. So shout out to uh, the people in Sacramento for staying thugged out for the mayor, <laughs> Kevin Kevin Johnson. But I got to dig a hole and bury your goddamn self, man, for hitting the fucking mayor with a pie while he's addressing a whole fucking bunch of people. You deserve to get your ass whooped. I'm surprised somebody... He was a white dude, too, by the way. I'm surprised... Well, he was a white dude. I'm surprised somebody was able to get close to the mayor, and the mayor was able to retaliate. Like, right. where's every, where's yeah, everybody like, at? Yo, the mayor of Trenton got secret service, okay? So. <laughs> I, see, I went to an event, a Trenton uh, activity day or something like that out west a couple uh, weeks ago, and I seen Eric Jackson out there. He had, it was like, you know Flanked when you're playing Mario Kart and sides. you got the turtles around, mm-hmm. the turtle shells around mm-hmm. your car? That's how it was. He you would each, think he was Obama. He had a nigga on each motherfucking corner of his body, like on some turtle Locked shell protection and shit. But the idea hitting Kevin Johnson with pie. It hit Kevin Johnson <laughs> with a pie. I don't know if he ain't putting no money. Maybe that's one of the things the dude was mad about. Maybe he ain't had no fucking security in schools either or something. <laughs> I don't know. Whack his ass with a pie, man. Ain't nobody pieing Mayor Jackson, that's for sure. Ain't nobody pieing, ain't nobody no. pieing his ass. Absolutely. All right, man. Yeah. Episode 16. Episode 16. Damn, I can't believe it's 16. Appreciate everybody for coming through. Caitlin, KC, shout out to y'all. Ace, wait, fuck. What is it again? Ace. Still Live. Ace Still Live. That's right. Ace Still still Live live Productions. 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 They filming it. We got all these lights in our faces. All of the lights. 
<laughs> Shout out to my man Ant Graves. He Aunt told me Graves. he was coming. He brought his squad. Yo guys did a marvelous hey, yo, job. I ain't gonna lie, I cracked on you when I first saw you. Cause when I was walking in, I saw you getting out the car. I was like, oh shit, he looked like Neff off Respect Life. I don't know if you ever seen that <laughs> web series. Never seen but it. No. It's, it's it's a good shit, but if you watch it, I ain't gonna tell you who it is because you're gonna get mad at me. But if you watch it, <laughs> just, you already gonna know who the fuck it is. Shout out to y'all for coming through though. Episode yeah, sixteen, man. man, it's in the bag. Shut it down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco, one half for the podcast, brothers. If you like everything you heard in this episode, you can go to our iTunes page by searching the podcast, brothers, and subscribing to our page and getting all the links sent straight to your phone. You can also get in touch with us on our Twitter page, the Podcast Brothers, and you can also email us at mybromepodcast at gmail to talk to us personally and get all the information you need. And Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze. You make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go. Let's go. Days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks.